Alright, welcome to another episode of Clipping Points. Uh, unfortunately today it is just me, Sean Duncan, here today. Uh, Andrew has some car problems, Charlie is visiting family. Fortunately, I do have a guest today. We have Aaron Engsfeld. Uh, I hope I said that right. Yeah, okay. no, pretty close. Okay, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I keep thinking I'm going to mess that up, and uh, I think I have it pretty close. But uh, So luckily... You, uh, Aaron has agreed to actually let me be his photographer for the season, so uh, today was grassroots round one, um, so I got to shoot for you. I'm hoping the edits turn out decent. We'll get those to you soon. Looking but, forward to them. So uh, basically what today's episode is going to be, it's going to be a nice short one, maybe 10-15 minutes, and I am basically just going to introduce Aaron to the world. So Aaron, uh, first off, let's get a look to know you a little bit. Um, who are you, and what got you into drifting? Alright, well, as Sean said, my name is Aaron Engstfeld. Um, I drift a 90s Beamer with a 1JZ in it. Um, started getting into drifting because of poor life choices and friends. So, one of my best friends, Travis, he, uh, he got me introduced into drifting when I was off traveling the country drag racing. He's like, hey, I have this RX-7 with a rotary in it, and I want to put this Japanese straight six in it. You should, uh, you know, come let me help out. So I showed up at the shop one day and started ripping apart this car that seemed like it was in fairly decent shape. Um, yeah, so then, you know, a couple months, however long later, car was running, and I think I was one of the first people to actually ride in the car as he was drifting. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And the hook was pretty much sunk ever since. I uh, ended up buying a 1JZ from Travis and uh, putting it into this Beamer that I got. And um, yeah, it's kind of been hooked ever since. Yeah. Now I know we, we talked a little bit before the event, but I did mention, you know, Travis actually was the same one who got me into drifting. Um, you know, I worked with Travis as well, and, and same thing, Travis was telling me about this rx7 that he was doing i i had no idea what a jay-z was at the time i was still new to the car scene and i had no idea what he's talking about but he told me that it was loud and it was fast and it was fun and so he convinced pretty me pretty accurate yeah yeah he convinced me to come out and i got to do uh, a ride along with him it was honestly we probably the same event then because i think i came out to his first event yeah it probably so, was uh you know, we did did some ride-alongs, he had issues with it, but I've been hooked ever since, and I've been coming out to the track, and, you know, about three years ago, I finally decided to do media. So, uh, it was kind of cool, honestly, learning that, that, you know, Travis is the, uh, you know, I guess the, the median factor here yes. between us. Um, also, the only one missing. True, yeah. Uh, something to mention, I guess, about you, you, uh, you drive for Driven Specifications. Yeah, uh, Driven Specifications is a business with between myself, Travis, and Joseph Lynn, and uh, we are trying to make car parts, uh, drifting drifting specified parts that are more user friendly and uh, more readily available. Currently, we are a little slow at the process because things are pretty busy in the shop between me working all winter getting my car done and we're building Joe's Joseph Lynn's uh, Pro Two car and Travis's car is still sitting there without an engine in it, so we have our, a lot of work cut out for us, but it's something that I think all of us uh, want to want to push forward with. I'm really excited to see the direction we go with that. Yeah, I uh, say 
Joe. Oh, there's Joe. Hi. Hi, Hi Joe. Uh, Joe, I think, got first place last year in Pro-Am and is now uh, getting a car built for Pro 2. We've actually talked about him a little bit in our earlier yeah. podcasts because we, we all like Joe. Charlie shoots for Joe. Yeah. Um, Joe has been a huge influence to my driving and he pushes me a lot further than I think I would have been able to push myself. God. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely excited to work with your guys' team. Um, you know, working with you, honestly, just the first day has been pretty fun. I'm hoping we can... Uh, been great having you around. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, the things go well, and just your team in general, again, I mean, I know Travis. Travis likes to just give me shit all the time, which is fun. I really enjoy that, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe's a nice guy, and, and you're kind of the soft-spoken one, so... Excellent. Um, that's why we're pushing your, your boundaries here and making you do this recording. At least my voice isn't still shaking as bad, so we're good. True. Uh, but yeah, I mean, today, I'm pretty sure you did get 12th. Uh, I tried to talk to Kevin. He didn't. Awesome. Yeah, I think he was recording, but I think you got okay. 12th place. Okay. Uh, once the official, obviously, documents come out, sure. we'll see where you're at. But uh, it looks like you did get 12th place out of, what, 63 drivers, I think they said? Yeah, it was in the 60. There was a lot of people here today. Yeah, grassroots. This is records. It was 62 or 63 drivers. Um, you qualified 20th. Um, okay. I think is what we what we counted, and they had a weird bracket system. So. Yeah, it's the standard grassroots bracket, just where you show up and you practice. You get to uh, give your shot in eliminations, which is cool to let the guys that have that need the more seat time if they can start working uh, working up the bracket, they get a lot more seat time, which is cool. Yeah, so I mean that bracket system it's just a little bit hard to read. So figuring out where you actually ended. Yeah. Um, we did quite well. Uh, honestly, you're. Your last runs kind of turned out, you know, a few mistakes here and there, but the other I made guy... a couple rookie mistakes that uh, I got pretty lucky with uh, one of them by stalling the car on one of my chase runs, <laughs> which was probably one of the most embarrassing things I've done. But luckily for me, the man, I don't even know who I was up against, but uh, he spun out behind me on my lead run, so we got to go one more time, and I was able to take that battle win, which got was it. pretty cool. Yeah, I mean... Luck honestly does play a big, pretty big factor in a lot of runs. Um, you know, you can be as skilled as you want, but if you got bad luck, it's it is what it is. So yeah, absolutely. So uh, I got pretty lucky on that one. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, your standings for the season are, are decent. It's not like you're in any sort of crazy deficit, and you know, this is your first uh, this is your first competition in, in a while, isn't it? Um, I believe this is the first time I've drove this car this year. I. Uh took a little hiatus and decided to put a roll cage in it and then you know pulling it apart i was like you know this fuel cell factory fuel cell is kind of junk and decided to buy a, a radium fuel cell and tube the rear and you know just get in way over my head with a deadline <laughs> approaching yeah i mean for for not driving in a little bit you did fantastic but... yeah i was feeling a lot more comfortable towards the end of the day um i definitely learned a lesson where i think I need to scrub my t new tires in a little bit better than what I did. It's just a little slippery out there, which it could have just been me jumping the gun, but I like having that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's an excuse. You can use it. Exactly. But, um, speaking of your, was it radium? What was your fuel tank? Yeah. Did you guys do put that all in yourself? You did all the fabrication for that? Yep. Uh, Travis, Joe, and myself, we, we yeah. filled that entire car. That, I mean... Yeah, it That's came down to a week before quality. Pro 1, and I was like, hey, Joe, I have all these wires, I don't know where any of them go, and I remember point, he held up a wire, goes, what's this for? I don't know. Okay, we'll figure it out later. Perfect. <laughs> and, uh, I have a 
little electrical gremlin with it right now, but, you know, nothing that keeps us from going out there and running. Yeah, I mean, the the engine bay looks decent. I mean, people take care of their engine bays, but it's the rest of the car, you tend to see people slack, uh, you know, the, f- the rear end of the car and people will start to put tube in and put fuel cells. Yeah. They look nice in pro, like the, the pro two and pro because they take sure. the time to actually fix it. But at, at a grassroots level to have a car like this is amazing. And obviously part of it's your team. You have an amazing team, but you yeah. seem to want the quality there too. My and, goal with this car is I want to be very competitive in pro am. I want to go out there, not necessarily trying to shoot for a pro two license. Cause I don't think that I have that capability, but I want to be competitive in the pro am level. So I figure if I can build the car to where I need it to be, then I know it's just taking care of any little minor issues with the car and getting my driving dialed in so that I have a solid platform to to take me up the rank a little bit. Well, I mean, that's really cool to hear. Like, it's definitely a great platform. It's a great motor. I mean, there's guys running Pro-Am all day with, you know, Jay-Z's and stuff. And honestly, I like the, the BMW chassis pretty cool you guys seem to have it pretty well dialed in yeah it's grippy it's and i'm super comfortable in it probably because that's the only car i've ever driven but i'm really glad that i went down the the bmw route when i did i feel like it might have been a slight influence to uh joe's decision on his pro 2 car (laughs) as well which i think is pretty cool yeah i mean just and the fact that you guys do all your own work is also really cool because if something goes wrong i mean you guys did it. You did the work. You probably know what happened. Yeah. And that's a big thing other than, you know, when people bring their cars to shops or, you know, even sending it out to have someone make a cage. Um, sure. You know, you guys were able to basically design it around you. You could actually be there and you know, kind of do it. Because I noticed the front, there's the, the crossbar right in front of your helmet. That's kind of a unique design. Yeah. Uh, um, I... I think that, uh, so I bought a pre-bent cage, which pretty much just came with the main hoop and the A-bars bent, and it fit fairly well. We had to do a little bit of tweaking on the main hoop, and then I spread the A-bars out a little bit further than what was necessary, so it kind of changed the, um, that crossbar that you're talking about, but I was able to angle it up so that I don't even see it when I'm in the car, which is awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's a very well-built cage. You guys obviously know what you're doing, and, uh, I noticed, like, I'm assuming that's your guys' hydro we break in there. Yep. Uh, I've seen a few of those. Uh, if I wasn't given my, my ASD hydro, I definitely bought one, because yeah, those are... We're trying to make all of our, our hydros bolt into a factory location, too, so people don't have to figure out making brackets for them, where it's just, hey, here's your handbrake, here's the master cylinder you need, you bolt it in and run your lines and bleed it. I, yeah, I didn't know that. That's actually really cool to know. Yeah, I mean, we do make universal ones, don't get me wrong, but uh, that's one of the things we we're trying to do, and that's this was one of our very first uh, E36 ones, where, uh, yeah, it just bolts in exactly in factory locations. Very cool. Well, yeah, I mean, again, the, the car you guys did fantastic with. Thank you. Uh, it, it didn't, minus your uh, your little wiring gremlin, it seemed to run pretty great the whole day. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, minus just a few mistakes you made, you seem to do pretty well the entire day, too. So. Yeah, I could definitely got more comfortable as the day progressed, but, uh, yeah, I forgot, you know, it's been, what, five months since I've driven at least, <laughs> so I forgot how much fun it is just to got be it. wide open throttle and throw it into the corner, so that's fun. Now, you had mentioned in the future you plan on trying to do Pro-Am. Um, 
Is that something where, like, you're going to wait till next season to try and do Pro-Am, or maybe towards the end of this year you might jump into a couple events? You know, I... It really depends on my driving. Um, I've still yet to tandem on the 3 8 bank, so that's why I'm looking forward to round two at Grassroots. But the last round of uh, Pro-Am, what, it's not uh, Irwindale, it's the peanut shape, I don't know what they call that, but, uh... <laughs> that works for me, I don't know yeah, what that thing's called either, but yeah, peanut shape seems to be pretty accurate. Right, no, that's, uh, probably my favorite track layout, and I would love to, uh, if I'm feeling confident at that point, I'd like to jump in for that last round, but my goal is, um, next season, try and do as many pro-am rounds as I can. Got it. Now, are there any future upgrades or anything you guys are going to try and do to the car or you just do you think it's pretty competitive where it's at and you just want to make sure like get all the gremlins out of it oh, i'm trying to get all the gremlins out of it oh, i'm still running into a little bit of axle issues but um i could also turn the power up on it a little bit but besides that like i'm very happy with where the car is at right now got it now you you did say you might try and kind of build something for the rear so that you could adjust toe, so maybe you can go a little lower? Yeah, yeah, I drive the monster truck out here, I'm well aware of that. Um, <laughs> you know, I was going to make a, uh, some custom trailing arm bushings so that we can widen the, or pull the toe out in the rear some more, and lower it a little bit, and give it a little bit more grip back there as well. Got it. Yeah, I mean, again, the chassis is great, you're great, uh, hopefully the world sees that you're pretty awesome. Um, well, I you know, appreciate I, that. I don't know when grassroots round two is. I just realized. I know that. it's in June. Yeah, that's. I don't know, know the date honestly. I probably um, need to figure that out, but. Yeah, because I got to see because I know. There. June twenty first is uh, beginning of takeover. Oh okay. Um. So like Andrew, Charlie, and I are heading to takeover. So right. I really hope that it's not that weekend, or I feel bad. Um, it's June 9th. Okay, June ninth. Okay. Thank you, Joe. Um. So yeah, so June 9th, so fantastic, so uh, obviously we'll be back out here June 9th, uh, I'll have some better lenses, so awesome. I can get some better shots, because I'm using, I, I was using this 70-300, to 300, and it's okay, but uh, especially getting close-ups. From what I saw, I was pretty happy with them. Yeah, I, well, that was just a couple of your practice runs, so I got a couple of good ones with you actually putting up some tire smoke. Excellent. Um, and and I won't be editing them on my phone, so we can <laughs> actually do some nice stuff. Um, Perfect. But yeah, so we'll do that, uh, you know, we'll be at TakeOver, I mentioned TakeOver in every one of my podcasts, because I always try to help those guys out. Fair enough. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of the coverage from TakeOver before, that's, it's a fun track. Um, that's done at a ORP, correct? Yes. Yes, that looks fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I always, I always suggest if people, you know, if you have some free time and some money to burn, take your car down there. It's a good time. Those Something to look into, yeah. Those guys party. It's it's like over a mile long road course. Um, it's a lot of driving. That sounds like a good time. Yes, it's a lot of seat time. Last year got really hot, so it definitely tests your car. But uh, you know, if you're up for it, cool. If not, I mean, it's I just try to yeah no, try to help absolutely. those guys out. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think uh, I think we're pretty good. We are. Yeah, we're sitting um, at a good fifteen minutes. Awesome. Oh uh, yeah, if I can give a shout out to a real street performance, um, they help us out a lot with a lot of our Jay Z stuff. Um, Big Duck Club, I run their over fenders and sunroof delete on my car, and I have taken quite a beating with them and uh, haven't had to do anything to them. They just they pop right back to shape and don't even chip the paint, so that's awesome. Um, 
I, I didn't actually, I was going to ask if you wanted to give a shout out to any of your sponsors or anything. And you, I took you, care of it. Yeah, you knew, for being all worried about this, you seem to know how to do this pretty well, so. I've listened to you guys, it's okay. Oh, okay, cool. You're uh, our, you are, you're our first guest speaker. Oh, see, thanks for telling me that now. Well, I tell you after the fact. Yeah, exactly, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. Then, um, obviously, driven specifications, all the guys back at the shop, Travis, Terry, Joe, you guys are awesome. And, yeah, yeah. thanks to Clipping Point for having me on. Yeah, we'll give a... Congratulations to Travis. He just had his kid. So. Congratulations, Travis, and little boy Clark. Oh, my uh, my mic is falling. I guess that... <laughs> we'll, we'll hold that up for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, let me know when your arm gets tired. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll, we'll pretty much wrap it up at this point. So thank you again for joining us. Yeah, and, no, uh, thank you. It's been fun. Yeah. And it's we'll, been a pleasure having you around today. Look yeah, forward we'll, to round two. June... Oh, God. 9th. June 9th. Yes. June 9th. We'll, uh, we'll see you again. Sounds great. All right. Thanks.